One, two, three. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave the scent. Gave. No, that's good. We carry on. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a shit marathon called Edinburgh. Beautiful. That was wonderful, wasn't it? Hello, listeners! <laughs> Hello, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> and if you haven't guessed already, this is the first in our 12 Days of Christmas special. How many of them are there, Janie? There's 12. <laughs> but, by the way, I don't actually know when the 12 Days of Christmas are. I was wondering whether it's from the 1st of December to the 12th. No, no? one, No one really knows. It doesn't really <laughs> matter. No. Well, given that we're recorded, recording this after the first, let's say it's, it's... Let's make a new one. It's from whenever we release the first... This episode, that's when it starts officially. That's simple. So sometime in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, we didn't say it was Christmas 2015. <laughs> we just do this every year. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, so this is our first one. It's not well, the partridge we, in the pear thought- tree. We thought we'd do brief 10-minute uh, answers to the questions you've asked in the Facebook group. Yeah, and then we, 10 minutes it, it really is the, uh, the limit of what we were sort of going to yeah. do. I know, gonna, I know we're going to end up talking a half an hour on each one. <laughs> well, some of the questions are almost yes or no's, so <laughs> you'll have some reprieve throughout Christmas with some of them, that's is for that, sure. Is that what this one is? Edinburgh Marathon, yes or no? Yes, well, it's it's a no from me, Bob. <laughs> is that the right TV show? It's yeah, a no from me, I Bob. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> so we thought we'd kick this off with a subject which hasn't really been talked about. It's been edited out of many an episode, and we have yeah. alluded to it several times. It's kind of like Catherine Ryan. It's been it's been mentioned but never fully explained. <laughs> <laughs> One is with love, though, and one is with hatred. <laughs> one is with hatred, yes. I'm not going to say which is which, but you'll probably figure out very soon. Well, I think, I think it's about time, and I think you owe it to the listeners, for them to really understand what it is that you've got against Edinburgh Marathon. Well, just, just to clarify, I have explained in great detail <laughs> on the unedited <laughs> podcast. Possibly too much detail. Which is why the listeners are still a little bit uh, confused as to, to my, my general hatred for the Edinburgh Marathon. Um, so well, cool. build a, let's, let's, let's set a picture here. Let's, let's build a story up here. So what, what, what was your first experience of Edinburgh? Why, why, why has it done to you? What, it seems well, to have scarred you. It started, actually, it started incredibly well. I went to do the Edinburgh Marathon and my intention was to run, I think I was going for a PB at the time. But important, I went with loads of friends. An important marathon then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I chose it because I thought it would be fast and because it was Edinburgh and because they did relay races, which actually is brilliant, I think. It's great because it meant loads of my friends came and did the marathon but didn't have to commit to doing a marathon. Perfect. But we had, in fact, it was great. We, got, we were staying in a hostel in the morning. We were having breakfast. And in walks my friend Pork Pie, who's still out from the stag do the night before. <laughs> Dressed as what was he dressed? They were they were the superheroes. I can't remember who he was. He might have been. Um, I think he was Banana Man. So he comes in as Banana Man, absolutely hammered. Like meets his teammates for the first time, 
uh, and they're like, we're going to win this. Come on, boys. We're up for this. So, yeah, brilliant in that respect. But I just... The day itself, it was fine for me. I didn't have the best race of my life. Um, I, I'd run London about three weeks before running under my friend's name and had decided I'd go... For, having started running it, and I suddenly thought, actually, I could probably go sub three. Let's try and do it for the first time. So I did. So I was still knackered. So I, I had a pretty tough time in Edinburgh. But it was more the... When we were there, they ran out of water. <laughs> Which I think is horrific. Wait a minute, wait a minute, it's Edinburgh. Surely it'd be just raining or something. I see they, they're pretty unlucky, they seem to be. They had about three or four years in a row where every year was a heat wave. The Edinburgh Marathon, I don't know if it still is, it, it was always end of May. So it was, it was positioned, I, I, I'm guessing, for people that have messed up London can still run a marathon. Right, okay. So it was, it was about 27 degrees, I think, 25 to 27 um, centigrade or in Fahrenheit what's that JD? I haven't got a clue and I don't care <laughs> <laughs> work right it out there. Google it <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I mean that that in itself was, was pretty bad so they, they, ran they, out, they ran out of water this is a major marathon yeah so I, no, can't, I don't so know how many thousand how, people it was but sorry, it was wait, 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 wait. I mean, how early did they run out of water are we talking like lap, yeah, was it mile 5 or are we talking about mile 24 it was well. I, I'm not 100 percent sure because I didn't really notice because I was relatively high up the field. But it was more they they set up the whole course to be a fast course. That's yeah. clearly all they cared about. They love that. So, they keep that's the thing they keep boasting about. Oh, they always they always bang on about about being the fastest. When actually, it I don't think it necessarily is the fastest. They, they say it's the fastest because you go down a hill to start with which is terrible for your quads. It sets you off on completely the wrong pace. And then you, the chances are, depending on the weather, you're going to be running 10 miles into a headwind because you're running beside the sea straight up a beach. So um, they, they, they ran out of water, which I thought was bad. Forgivable, because they said that they had some of the water stolen the night before. <laughs> Who steals the, water from a I know. <laughs> it's quite weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um... I'm not sure why, but, but but it was more it was more the manner in which they then panicked. And oh, it's not the problem. It's how they dealt with the problem. Is that is that the issue? Yeah, the, you, you ran out, you ran along the sea, and then ran through this little park and turned around. And they decided the right thing to do was to for anyone running behind a certain period, a uh, certain time, to stop them before they went into the park and get them to run back. What? So, pe- so people were running, thinking they were coming up to mile 16, and they were suddenly on mile 21. So this one guy had, I, I, I'll probably have some of the details slightly wrong, I think he'd lost six stone to run for Edinburgh. Yeah. He was running around with a, a camelback, he had plenty of water, and he said, I have spent a whole year raising money and dedicating my life to running this marathon, and you have denied me the ability to do that with no permission with no warning and the first thing i knew was when i got to mile it was between 18 and 21 you'd have first seen the marker and that to me i thought was, was so bizarre. they didn't they didn't say anything they just no. they just cut half the co- oh, what a big section of the course out they just said they just said turn around and people didn't oh. realize it. yeah so that annoys me then last year they decided 
to not release the times of people. Oh, I remember that. And it was something to do with money. I can't remember exactly. I remember why. there was a big furore. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know if you had to pay to get them or if they released them in a magazine and therefore... They ended they were... up releasing them though, didn't they, in the end? Yeah, because everyone said this is ridiculous. And and to me, Edinburgh, and it, it, it's, it's obviously just my impression, I don't actually know the organisers, but to me, Edinburgh, everything about that race is about making money. And but surely that's you, you can level that at so many races. You can, but I don't mind that if it's not at the expense of the race. Right, okay. Okay, no, 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 that's, that's fair enough. That's fair and enough. I, I think with Edinburgh, their whole banging on about the fastest race in the UK, like, no, you, you, to, to do that, you actually have to be able to, to test that and to show that rather than just going, there's a really big downhill at the beginning. What? So, but surely, Edinburgh, surely it's a lovely race. Surely you, you're running through Edinburgh. Edinburgh's beautiful. You, the first bit's lovely. You start by Arthur's Seat, which, yeah. uh, Google it if you don't know it, is really nice. You run out to the sea, which is as nice as well. That's surprising. Then, That's surprising. I, I mean, I've not run Edinburgh. Um, I know people that have run it, but the fact that you're running by the sea, I was, I, I was trying to work out the geography with that. I was thinking, what? I do yeah, I've been to Edinburgh so many times before, not knowing it was by the sea. <laughs> It's, it's, it's only about four or five Are miles. Are you sure it was Edinburgh, not Portsmouth? You were... <laughs> oh, wow, that would be... I would definitely <laughs> run a marathon in Portsmouth. Although I've heard, actually, their coastal marathon's really nice. I've run it, yeah. Oh, and was it nice? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's nice. It's, it's all right, but it's not nice. It's, well, it's not, it's not scenic. Did you finish with your trainers? Were they? Were they that was my. That was my, that's my best. Uh, that's my best time. That's the race. Is it? I, yeah. Well, I ran half of it, and then my knee started hurting. I had to walk the rest of it, and that was still my best time. <laughs> <laughs> that is not. You should be ashamed but of the that. Coastal, the coastal one is slightly trail. It's not. Yeah, okay. It's not like a road because you are running on like a shingle for a bit and, okay. and stuff, and you get like loads of stones in your shoes and things like that. So. So yeah, I associate that with a as a coastal marathon. But it's in a it's in it's sort of um in uh what's it called? I don't know what it's called, an inlet or something. So it's yeah. around sort of the Hailing Island inlet. Um and so it's not that exposed and I don't know how that compares to, to Edinburgh. Well Ed- Edinburgh and this is the other thing that I I think is isn't great either. They you run along one road yeah. and then you turn around and then you end up 10 miles outside of Edinburgh and some race course. You then have to get buses back. So real faff. What? And, what, um, the end? Yeah, yeah. You have you to then queue up. Edinburgh? No, you've got to queue up to get on oh, buses to then come back. an arse ache. What a ball ache. Oh, and why is the point? The whole point of those city mountains is you're supposed to finish in the city. Yeah, yeah. And this is, this. that's what, and maybe there are incredibly hard rules about running in Edinburgh, but given that Survivor the Fittest, the rat race, obstacle race run through edinburgh and wow some of the alleyways they run down you think how have they got permission to do this you run down the main high street of edinburgh during the race the fact that survive the fittest do that surely the edinburgh marathon could get permission to do things if they wanted to but i'm sure they probably wouldn't because it would mean you have to run some hills and therefore they couldn't go oh yeah process. yeah but oh, it's also, but what it's also the, well, come on, what the thing is what i don't say is that you i mean you you properly hate edinburgh i know people that have done Edinburgh, and they say it was all right it's just well it's, it's, it's when we had someone who passed out on the course yeah because it's one road it then meant that 
that person passes out, the first person to find out about it, you then run quite a long way to get to the next checkpoint because it's not as if you're on a road with pavement where they can set up drink stations all the way along. The drink stations are very limited by being set up on turnoffs that go um, off that road because it's too narrow a road. So then you have to run to get a marshal to tell to the next drink stop and say someone's fainted. And that obviously takes some time. They then have to send an ambulance down this one road which has runners on both sides. And to me that is that's terrible because it's incredibly hard for running and also it means it's incredibly slow. So I think they've been lucky so far. So do you think do you think it's just it's a bad place to have a marathon? Is that essentially it? It's a bad place to have I, a marathon. I yeah. think the route they've chosen is a bad route and Edinburgh could be an amazing place to have a marathon if they decide let's have a marathon through Edinburgh with beautiful hills with wonderful you could do a you could do a trail marathon that would be sensational imagine running up Arthur's Seat I mean it's going to be really hard but people love that you're not going to get 10,000 people 15,000 people necessarily but you could certainly do a fantastic race that people from all over, over the world will come to and think's incredible do you just hate Scottish people? Is that what it is? No, I love the Scots. Absolutely, come on, the really? heavy boozers, the heavy boozers. <laughs> the, of all the nations in uh, in Great Britain, the Scots are the most bad boy. Easy. They are bad boy. They are bad boy. They they, are bad boy. You, if you wear skirts and you're still that aggressive, that's exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> so maybe why? <laughs> yeah, that's it. You have You've to be. balance it out. <laughs> But the um, the bit that I that I wasn't allowed ever, to say. Have you ever tossed the caber? Oh, phew! <laughs> I wonder what you're going to say then. I haven't tossed the caber. I I definitely like to. I'm, do you know that I am quarter Scottish? My my family is Scottish. Ah, yeah. I think I'm part Scottish as well. Which part? Um, probably my liver. But <laughs> um, I'm not sure. One of my grandparents, I think, is was Scottish or half Scottish. I have that. I have both the Scottish um, skin tone. In being slightly blue until I get a tan when it turns white, and nice. also in having the uh, carb intolerance of a normal Scot, I've got all the all the best bits of the genes. What's the carb intolerance? Uh, basically, you just get fat really quickly. <laughs> I've not heard that about the Scots. Well, it's not. Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't. Not neither have I really. I just I'm blaming it on my Scottish uh, DNA. Wow. So um, a quarter of your genes have caused you. Of course, a quarter of your extra weight, essentially. <laughs> yeah, a quarter of my genes is eighty percent of my extra weight. It's like the, <laughs> like the Pareto principle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, if, if there's any listeners of uh, from the Edinburgh Marathon out there, my views have cost you a sponsorship. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not allowed to say the company, am I, Jamie? You've already no, warned, me, warned me of no, this. No, no, this is the problem. This, you should actually be um... sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. I'd love you to be sued. <laughs> Well, they it was it was, they would have been a headline sponsor as well. It was a company I used to work for. Oh, I worked in marketing, and the the then head of partnerships for the UK came up to me, knowing that I ran, going, "Oh yeah, we're thinking of doing this sponsorship with with uh, what?" I oh, know before she'd said that, she said, "Oh, by the way, what do you think of the head of a marathon?" I said, "It's the worst marathon there is. Um, it's horrific. Loads of people got dehydrated. They had to cut the short course." She said, "Oh, so so you don't you wouldn't want to partner with them?" I said, "I wouldn't. I wouldn't let my brand anywhere near theirs. I wouldn't want to be associated with them in any way." And that was the last I ever heard about sponsoring the end of a marathon strangely enough oh you bad boy 
So bad. sorry, guys. That's sorry, it. guys. That's what happens when you mess with the bad boys, Momo. Yeah, you just think you just think with like two two blokes just talking, but you know, actually influencing wealth of nations. Yeah. So who else are enemies out there that we should warn now? So if you're I, can't, I don't know who else doesn't like us. Um, oh. So, if you're group five of the Newcastle Time Bridge, huh? Miranda, huh? Miranda Sawyer. Miranda, Miranda Sawyer. Miranda Sawyer. Does she not like us? Well, it doesn't, it's not personally she doesn't like us. She, um, she's obviously been assigned to reviewing podcasts and she's slightly annoyed about it because she thinks podcasts aren't as good as um, reviewing uh, like HBO dramas. Has she so, reviewed our podcast? No, she hasn't reviewed our podcast, but she, oh. she made a comment recently in, uh, in a column where she's saying that British podcasts are rubbish because they're either A, a an edited version of a BBC show, or um, normally two people trying to make each other laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she's, she's nailed it. <laughs> no, exactly. She thinks, she thinks a podcast um, should be basically produced she thinks it should be scripted it should be properly produced uh, it should uh, you know it should basically follow the format of a, a, a broadcast uh, isn't that a radio show. well i know exactly it's like no you fundamentally misunderstood what podcasting is about it's a democratization of the message miranda sawyer you're on our list miranda so I, I think i used to work with her as well i love the idea i thought you were about to say i'm, I'm sure i dated her no, I don't think I've dated Miranda, but not not the Miranda from the TV show. <laughs> not, Miranda. not Miranda Hart. <laughs> Although I'm sure if she wanted to date me, she'd just date me. Just, You'd have no choice in that matter, would you? But um, yeah, well, Miranda, you're on our list. You're on our so, list. So it's Edinburgh, yeah. Edinburgh, um, Miranda. Who else? I don't think we've got any other enemies. Oh, we I'm surprised. Some more enemies? I'm, are you sure? I'm sure we had another one. Hmm. If you can remember who our enemies are, yeah. I can't listen to any more of our old podcasts. I've listened to them. <laughs> <laughs> I end up, I end up, <laughs> I edit them, and I, while I'm editing, I'm forgetting that I'm editing them, and I'm just listening to them and laughing along to us. And then when they've edited and I've put them out, I start listening to it to make sure it's okay, and then I end up listening to it all again. So I end up listening to the same podcast about four or five times, as well as recording it. It's really sad. Oh, well, I, th- I, keep, I keep on getting caught listening to my own podcast. <laughs> That's the it's best. Just, I, I genuinely am listening to it to think, who do I need to try and tag in on Facebook or on Twitter? But it just looks so self-indulgent. Just having me giggling away at myself. Just, oh, what a knob. What a knob. Wow. That's amazing. Well, how, how long has our first 10 minute... Um... This our first 10 minute one has lasted only 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. That's We're not doing bad. quite well. We're doing quite well. Okay, so that was it. So let's, let's, let's sing it again. On, On the first day, day of Christmas, Christmas, my true love said to me, a shit marathon called Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Wonderful. See you next time. <laughs>